This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Hey there, hello, and welcome to the Wednesday Week, sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. We are officially in international break mode. Um, So what does that mean? Well, it means there's not a lot for us to talk about, so we generally just whinge about international football, which... Seems fair to me. Uh, I'm James, and um, well, it's date night. It's me <laughs> and Vic, just oh, the two of us. We you can and make I. it a just the two of us. I feel like we need a candle. Uh, I, if I could actually, I've got ridiculous. I've changed all the lights in my kitchen so that they're fancy new energy-saving lights. So at the moment, oh, it's a bit like. Uh, it's like I'm sat on the sun, basically. So it's the opposite of an <laughs> intimate, nice, kind of cosy feeling kitchen. Oh, well, I've only got my lamp on, so. Well, you know that's better than I could I just turn the lights off completely. I could just I could do it by laptop lights. Maybe that's Ooh. the modern day equivalent of candle light. Just the romance of just your your laptop screen. Maybe I had a film on before, and um, and I thought, oh, that looks interesting. I'll watch that. And I've, you know how big my TV is in my front room. I wasn't expecting full frontal nudity. So I have just seen a 58-inch, well. A 58-inch? Yeah. 58-inch well, what? Well, my TV's 58 inches, but the, oh. man, the man walking past suddenly became 58 inches as well on the TV. I was like, oh, oh my God. So I've turned it off. It's a bit much for me. It's a bit much. And now you've got me. I have, yeah. All 58 <laughs> inches of you. <laughs> 58 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, right, so a little bit later, we're going to relive one of the best moments of the last few years um, on the Wednesday week as we went to Magna for the Class of 91 reunion. Oh, um, even just saying the word reminds me of the smell of we. <laughs> you remember we how bad re- it stagged? I know. We don't need to relive that bit. We'll just relive the good bits. Um, yeah. First of all, um, I tell you what, we're going to start with uh, your dog barking uh, because we've never started with your dog barking before. So I thought that'd be a nice change for us. <laughs> she, just wants to put, um, she just wants to put her stamp on it. <laughs> there we go. Um, we're actually going to start with Youth Watch 
which we don't normally oh. start with. Uh, even an international break, we normally start with international watch, but we're starting with youth watch. Under 23s last week, they beat Crew 1-0. Now that's good, you know, but that's that doesn't mean it's deserving of going like, you know, at the top of the show. But mm-hmm. Sam Winnall, Sammy. back in action, 45 yeah. minutes under his belt, and he scores the winning goal. This is I mean, awesome, isn't it? you couldn't make it up, could you? It's like Santiago Munez all over again. Isn't it? Oh. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Um, what do you think <laughs> about um, Widow? Because his Wednesday career has been up and down and you know, it looked like when he, when he went to Derby and the way that he was with the fans there, I kind of thought, that's that's I can't see him in a Wednesday shirt again. Um, and yet, it, it, yeah, the close, I mean, he is back in a Wednesday shirt. We've seen it for the under-23s. Uh-huh. But it looks like, you know, that first team recall could well be on the cards for him. Um, it's well, kind of he like did having a new player, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And he did that interview afterwards saying he was he was ready to make his mark again. And I, I'd love to know. I mean, I wouldn't love to know what happened because sometimes stuff like that kind of knocks your love for football a bit. But something must have happened. Something went on. Um, we, we don't know what, do we? But it ended up, it was like a really bad hangover. It ended up with Jacob Butterfield arriving, Sammy out the door. And thank goodness we've now got Sam back and Butterfield is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Hey, I saw a video of Butterfield yeah. scoring for Derby's under twenty threes actually uh, a couple of weeks back. Scoring really? Screamer, yeah, true story, true story. Um, but I don't think he's anywhere. I don't think he's likely to be getting a first team uh, recall anytime soon. No. <laughs> Can he do it on um, a Tuesday night in Stoke? Who? Um, Jacob Butterfield. Butterfield. Mm. I doubt he could do it on a Tuesday night in Derby, let alone in um, in Stoke. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think good news about Sam Whittall and and kind of we need that different option up front because we've got a relatively mm-hmm. polite attack and we need someone that's just a bit of a knob. And I think Whittall does that. Yes. Yeah, Winnell does that job pretty well. He just likes scoring goals, yes. and he'd like kick anyone out of the way. He's not got any politeness about him. He's just all about scoring goals. So that's good. Um, also, a win for the under 18s against Hull. Always good to see a Wednesday team beating Hull, I think. Mm-hmm. Happy with that. Um, and now, Vic, it is I told you so time. Um, okay. Adam Reach Adam Reach wins PFA Championship Player of the Month for September. I didn't yes. get around to voting for him, and he still won. Um, so, <laughs> I told you so. Man of the month, not player of the month. Sorry, um, man of the month. Yeah, I know, yeah. It was, that was a bit of a shocker, wasn't it? Did that other kid win? The young lad? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. I've not, I've not seen anything for that one. But I don't, I don't know if that was one no, that's voted for by the... Um, for by, by the public. My my point last week was yeah, just that... tweet about it. Yeah, he, he always... Oh, right, well. He, we always win the ones where it's public vote. Yeah. Um, no, it's probably not a surprise, actually, because he's got a couple of screamers, although one of them technically wasn't in September. But, yeah, that's details, details, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what else have we got? Right, international watch. I hope you've been paying attention, because I really haven't. I didn't even know they were playing. I knew there was an international break, but I had no idea what night it was on. I didn't care. Um, I see that someone scored. I don't know who. Um, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I just I find it really difficult to get passionate about England, especially in friendlies. Like, don't get me wrong, I got swept away with the World Cup this summer, just like everybody else did. Um, but I just, yeah, I struggle. I really struggle to just find a passion. And, and the thing that really, really bugs me, really bugs me, 
is when they sing England till I die. Are you fucking, of course you are. Like, it's not, that's nothing. Like, I'm England till I die and I don't care. Like, it just seems so ridiculous. And I know in the snowflake generation, it should probably be Great Britain till I die or whatever. Um, but it's just, ugh. Wednesday till I die, fine. You're, pred- you're pledging your allegiance for your football club and you're going to keep going no matter what. England till I die, well, that could be old, couldn't it, really? Could, could be a royalist. You could, I mean, I suppose I am a royalist. It was the royal wedding. Can we talk about that? No, we can't, unfortunately. We haven't, oh. got, we haven't got time. Um, we've, um, how long have we been recording for here? Uh, seven minutes. So yeah, I mean, we've only got we've only got a maximum of fifty three minutes left, so we can't possibly fit in anything about the royal <laughs> wedding. Sorry about that. But it was um, great. Someone flashed uh, the pants. I honestly, couldn't be less interested. Really couldn't. Um, uh, I'm surprised though you weren't watching the Kosovo game because Atty played for Kosovo again. In one, he might even have played in two games. I don't know if they've had a second game or not. Um, but yeah, he got some more. Um, he got some more action. They drew one all, I think, with the Faroe Islands, uh, which I imagine <laughs> was an absolutely quality game of football. I've seen him on um, Instagram and stuff. I've seen him like in his suit, like walking around the pitch. Um, that's about it. Were you swooning? It's just, it's like, it's like it just doesn't exist, isn't it? This couple of weeks, it's like football just disappears for a bit, unless you're England till you die. Hey, I've got to point out, by the way, as well. What you heard you when you said you particularly don't care about friendlies because they're not actually friendlies, are they? It's the, are uh, they? It's no, it's the uh, UEFA Nations League. So they are. What the fuck's yeah. that? Uh, it's it's this What's amazing that? new idea that UEFA have come up with. Um, I'm not even going to try and explain it to you because I don't I don't particularly understand it myself. However, um, what I do know is that they've very quietly used it as an excuse to put England games on Sky again, which I ah, uh, really okay. hate. That really annoys me. I don't I don't agree with that at all. Um, it annoys I've me, got... but I've got Sky. <laughs> so just... Yeah, I mean you're generally going to be all right. So you've got Sky. <laughs> Um, one player that didn't make any uh, international action is Ash Baker, who picked up an injury, which meant he had to drop out of the Wales under-21 squad. He might be a doubt for Borough on Friday. We'll talk more about that in a moment. Um, and here's some kind of international news, which sort of isn't news, but might become news, because um, there's a bit of talk that Stephen Fletcher could be in line to get a Scotland recall, mainly due to the fact that Scotland are absolutely terrible and Stephen Fletcher's <laughs> actually playing quite well. So um, it seems a bit daft that he's not in the squad. So, um, yeah, Stephen Fletcher may be on the verge of What's a Scotland recall. Was Barry Bannon in the recall. squad? Well, no, this is the other thing, isn't it? Is that, hmm. that if, if, if there's a conversation about how rubbish Scotland are and therefore Stephen Fletcher should be getting in the, Scot- the squad, I mean, there aren't many players in the Championship in better form even, no. You know, we're in October. It wasn't just the first few weeks of the season. You know, consistently in good form all this season so far as Barry Bannon. So I can't, yeah. I just don't understand. It makes no sense to me. I always wonder, like, you know, like players like Adam Reach, if he, you know, we were talking about his value last pod and if he, if he moved on or whatever. I do wonder if he went to sort of a mid-table Premier League team. I do wonder if he'd get a call up for this sort of thing, you know. You would think it's more more likely. I don't know. International football's weird now, isn't it? Like you look at yeah. the home nations that aren't England. So you take a look at like Scotland, uh, Republic of Ireland. A lot of their squad comes from the Championship. Then you get mm. down to kind of Wales, 
and Northern Ireland. I mean, Wales less so. Certainly Northern Ireland. You, you down, you know, players that are maybe even some players that are playing in League One, uh, yeah. are in the the Northern Irish squad. So I don't, I can't, I, I just wouldn't understand why it'd be a consideration. You know, you you're playing against players that are going to be playing at a similar level to the championship. Mm. Um, with the way that this Nations League works, it's you know Scotland are not going to be playing Germany because it pitches countries of a similar level against each other, which is why England are oh, playing Spain right? every other game now, um, oh. and why Kosovo are playing the Faroe Islands. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I've got a name to mention to you, Vic. See whether or not this oh. name means anything to you. Iyad Mahmoud. No, absolutely nothing. No? He's 17 years Did old. He's a, he's a footballer. Do you know who he plays for? Wednesday? I don't he know. He does. He does play for Wednesday. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Good guess. He's a uh, 17-year-old. He is... Uh, I need to get this right. So he is... I think he's half Bulgarian, half Lebanese, um, and he uh, he made it into. Let me get this right. The Guardians. It's called the Next Generation 2018. They picked out 60 of the best young talents in football. This was in the paper last Thursday, um, and one of them plays for us. How was that? So it's like so they've just picked a random then. It's not. No, there's. Oh yeah, he had Hamoud. Oh, he's quite cute. Um, oh, yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, I did. I sent you it. I sent you the story. <laughs> no, you did, actually, yeah. <laughs> Born in 2001. Oh, Jesus. So, oh, um, yeah, he had uh, he joined our academy in 2017, so last year. He had trials yeah. with Arsenal and Stoke before that. Um, Pace and so Stamina. probably could uh, do it on this whole yeah, uh, Pearson Stanima, Stanima, I can't say that, Stamina, are his, uh, are his two key weapons, according to um, to this. So, um, you know, it's a name that I'd probably the majority of Wednesday fans either didn't know before last Thursday, and quite a lot probably won't know as they're listening to this, but yeah, Iyad Hamoud, um, definitely a name for us all to uh, to be watching out for in the um in the next few weeks months years could be a superstar of tomorrow or maybe he'll go and play in the second division in belgium who knows oh. uh what else is happening all wednesday it's uh oh it's so damn close to selling out this it would be great to have it a has sold out hasn't it? Oh, it i i don't know if it has i think it's really close to selling out but i don't think that it has sold out as of yet oh because um, I thought I tweeted it and someone had a go at me saying no it's already sold out oh I d it might have done I don't know I, I popped on the website earlier it would let me buy tickets uh, but oh, yeah, right. this is the Sheffield Wednesday ticket website so I'm not saying that that's necessarily reliable <laughs> um, I, I fingers crossed I really hope that it does because it would be brilliant to have a full cinema wouldn't it it would it'd be amazing is that is it just the one showing or uh, yes it will I think it will just be that one showing yeah all right, cool. So this could be Looking the last time to, to ever see it kind of on the big screen or even ever see it in this particular form because there will be some edits made to it uh, before it is subsequently released on potentially DVD in time for Christmas um, and also made available on the internet. Um, but for, for a few kind of copyright reasons, it's unlikely that this version of the film will ever see light of day again. So um, if you've not got a ticket yet... Ah! And you're Dan forgetting we'll the biggest selling point of the evening, Mr. Marriott. What would that be? We're there, aren't we? 
We are, yeah. We are, um, we're hosting it. We're, um, we are. I, I don't know what that means yet. Um, I no, think it might involve me prancing around on a stage with a microphone. Um, so um, that'll probably put people off going, so I probably shouldn't mention that. But um, yeah. yeah, it'll be... Yeah. It'll be fun. We'll have a chat to a few people. We'll um we'll we'll make a night of it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me um, too. I think that's pretty much it for Wednesday news. Um I, I wonder I'm just wondering if it's worth us touching on this um story that's been doing the rounds in some of the papers, right? About the idea for Premier League two. Um and it's the Leeds United chairman that's raised this idea of rather than the championship having Premier League one and Premier League two. Now, I've been saying for years that the way the championship's going, it's almost like a Premier 2 now. It feels like it, doesn't it? Because the, the gulf between the championship and League 1 is what used to be the gulf mm. between the Premier League and the championship. It's a huge gulf between those two leagues. Um, but actually, the championship and the Premier League, the only gulf really is financial. So making it Premier League 2 might close that financial gap. Um, having taken all that into account, Vic, are you in favour? No, absolutely not. A load of crap. Like <laughs> they, they confused me with this because, like, obviously we were in the championship. Uh, what were we when we were in it? What was it then? The Premiership, and then you it had was, yeah. L- League One, League Two, and now it's the Championship, and it's just like just leave it alone. Like <laughs> what? The only reason he wants it is so that we can say, "Oh, we're a Premier League Two team." Like no. We're not. We're not a Premier League team. We're not a Premier League team until we're in the Premier League. Get over it. No. The reason the no. reason that I oppose it is just because it, somewhere or another it'll just cost us more. Fans, it'll cost us yes. more. We'll have to pay more to watch it. We'll have to pay more to go to games. We'll have to pay more for something. It'll just end mm. up costing us more money. So uh, for that reason, I am out. Um <laughs> Now, we've got no, uh, obviously, we've got no Eddie with us tonight. So we're going to talk about Middlesbrough. So I kind of feel that in his honour, we should probably just use some random swear words just to describe Middlesbrough, just to keep it happy. So uh, just to keep Eddie happy. So, you know, what a shit place full of tossers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, total shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bloody horrible Middlesbrough. Um, so it's, Even it's though his son's night. in the Middlesbrough Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention that. Like... Um, <laughs> it's Friday night, another Friday night game. We seem to have had loads of them recently. Um, so it's on the TV. Uh, we seem to have quite a few of those recently as well. And um, yeah, coming off the back of a, an international break, sometimes that's good for us, sometimes it's terrible for us. Decent run of form going into the international break. Um, I probably, if I'm honest, I'm not particularly looking forward to this game. Do you know? I'm not bothered. I think I think Adam Reach could have an absolute screamer on Friday night because he's a Borough fan, isn't he? he? Grew up there. Um, I think it's his chance to, you know, if he wants, if he does want that big move. And let's be honest, if if Borough are gonna go places and they want him, that's your dream, isn't it? If Borough got promoted and your childhood club come knocking on your door and say we want you, that's so. This is his chance to shine as well, I guess. Um, and obviously, he's gonna have mates in the crowd. He's gonna have family in the crowd as well. Um, so I think I think Adam Reach is definitely going to be one to watch on Friday. Um, but he's done an interview this week with the Wednesday website that I've just found out, and uh, I'm going to watch that later. Hmm. Ooh, right. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. I've not I've not watched it either. Um, he's so, such a pretty um, man, isn't he? Yeah. He's full on marriage material, isn't he? He's lovely. He is. He really is. Yeah. 
yeah definitely but i i don't really know what to expect to be honest because like you said it's been there's been a break we don't know who's back who's not we know we might see winnell on the bench um i doubt it but we might do um i don't know how injuries are looking if you know maybe alban abdi will turn up at some point who knows um no no he he's won't, busy running his he's 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 too busy running his Airbnb with um, Just Van Aken, the uh, <laughs> the, the Vim Yonkin. Um, no, I'm, I, it is quite tough. And I, you see, I can't really, I think back to the Bristol City game, which was the last game before the international break. Um, and I can't really remember a lot about who played well and who didn't and what happened. Stephen Fletcher obviously went off injured. Um, Jao came on, scored two, but he wasn't kind of outstanding mm. other than scoring two goals. Um Michael Hector played well. Josh Onomar played well, but yeah. I think he's been away with the uh, England under twenty ones or whatever it is. Um, yeah. I don't know whether or not he's been playing because I couldn't. I couldn't find any details about it. Um, so um, I don't know. Well, I guess. I guess we'll. Um, I guess we'll see. It feels like we've got you know, a few decent options, though. It doesn't feel like we're yeah. creaking at the seams. I mean, this time a year ago, we, it was just starting, wasn't it? Where we were creaking at the seams with injuries, um, and we were slowly coming round to realise. Oh, this season's going to be horrendous. This season's going to be bad. Mm. Um, so um, you know, at least at least we're doing better than um, than that. Um, so yeah, so Friday evening, you've been the Riverside Cafe. I trust. I will, my love, because it's also amazing friend of the show and the cop end legend himself. It's Cleggy's last game before he moves to Dubai. So I think it's going to be one last big send-off for the main man. Um, so, yeah, I can't, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be emotional. Um, but, yeah, we'll be there before and after the game. Um, obviously, hopefully celebrating, but obviously celebrating a really great mate, going on to earn shitloads of money tax-free. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to go on the basis of the fact that he's already had one leaving do last game of last season. He has, he yeah, exactly. Flipping well go, so um, you know, bollocks <laughs> to him. No I'm kidding, of course I'll um, I'll be there, and um, yeah, I mean, Cleggie's got a huge number of friends in the Wednesday fan base. It's going to be just so sad to see him see him go. Um, uh, hopefully, of course. He'll be back one day and um, we'll see him coming over for a few games from time to time as well. Um, and I think on behalf of all of us at the Wednesday week, we wish him and his family the very best of luck as um, as they make their new start in Dubai. Um, right, Vic, go on, give us your socials. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Victoria1867. Um, I'm on Instagram, but... Uh, that's not my username on there because it got hacked by some Saudi Arabian makeup brand. So my username on Instagram is Miss underscore VEW. But please don't send me messages because I find that really creepy. Well, um, there we go. Uh, what that actually means is send me lots of messages because no, don't. I've, I, I really don't want accept it. That's what it means. Uh, you can get me on Twitter at James Marriott. Um, and right here we go then with something a little bit unusual but international break so we didn't want to shortchange you so um, we've dug out the audio from the night at Magna of the class of one 90 uh, the class of one no what am I trying to say here Vic the class of 91 <laughs> class of 91 <laughs> reunion <laughs> um, this is really interesting because this was midway through the Wembley season so um there are a few references in this to a potential playoff push, which may make you smile, they may make you cry, 
that may make you want to punch the wall, okay? So this is taking us back, what, three and a half, something like that, years in time to Magna for the Class of 91 reunion. And we will see you back here next week. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. They do bloody good beer and food in there, you know. No, really, they do. Right, it's uh, it's just after twenty past seven. This is James with um, well, it's it's breaking news as we sit at the table. By the time you listen to this, it won't be breaking news. But uh, we've just found out that two of the players that were signed up to be part of the uh, class of ninety one reunion tonight aren't going to be able to make it, uh, and they are Nigel Pearson and Danny Wilson. Uh, now, Danny Wilson, obviously, no one cares anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Nigel Pearson, I don't want to start rumours, but there is a lot of talk that maybe he could be the new manager of Nottingham Forest, so maybe that's what he's doing tonight. Again, we're not ones to start rumours, but that's definitely, definitely the reason that he's not here, with no doubt at all. Um, so, yeah, at, at the moment, it's starting to get a little bit busier. The room is filling up. Uh, we've just been chatting to David Garrido, of course, who is, is hosting tonight. Uh, he is rehearsing his script. He's talking to the lighting people at the moment, which is very exciting. Uh, we are sat oh, quite close. Oh, in fact, you can, you can hear David in the background there. There we go. That's, that's David. Um, so we are sat really close to the, uh, the front stage, which is very exciting. So um, hopefully we're going to be able to catch some good chats with people um, and, uh, yeah, maybe do a few interviews with some of the players and be able to bring you a podcast full of wonderful, brilliant entertainment. We're going to have a, a quick chat with a few of the class of This is the uh, the half past eight update for the Wednesday week class of ninety one reunion podcast. Um, so far, not a great deal from the players. So they did a little. Um, a few of them did a little bit when they first came out. Uh, it was noted by us that the first f bomb of the night was dropped by Viv Anderson when John Sheridan had been speaking for a while, and Viv Anderson told him uh, to uh, or told someone to get the effing mic off him. So the first f bomb of the night is to Viv Anderson. Well done, Viv. <laughs> Right, it is. It is now gone twenty-five to nine. We've been joined at the. We've been joined at the table by uh, our host extraordinaire for the evening, David Garrida. Hi, David. You never miss a trick, do you, James Marriott? <laughs> My God, I'm working here. You've been sitting here for more than a minute, therefore you're fair cop for an interview. I, no, I'm absolutely fair cop. Look, we've uh, got a lot of fans here, uh, almost a thousand fans, and right now, just to paint the picture for you, the top table is being absolutely mobbed by a good two, three dozen of them getting shirts signed, everything signed, their faces signed practically. It's brilliant. And that's the sort of atmosphere that we were looking for tonight. It is a swarm of Wednesdayites up there, isn't it? Is that, really? is, is that the collective noun for Wednesdayites? A, a swarm of Wednesdayites. Yeah, it? yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. It definitely is that right now, yeah. So give us a hint then. What have we got still to come? Okay, so we're going to have, once we get dinner away and we get everyone settled down again and nicely fed and watered, we're going to go through the season and we're going to be speaking to all the players. We've got some of the brilliant goals uh, we've got some great stories I've been chatting with particularly Ron and Shares and Hursty and Kingy as you might expect have got most of the stories and yeah then we're going to be throwing it open to, to questions from the floor so I reckon we're going to be out of here by roughly 3.30am if you're up for that that sounds good I'll, uh, I'll get another Boddington's in then <laughs> well, but truthfully, like, to sit here with all the lads and like I, 
I'm really nervous. You know me and Nursty are going to drink more than anyone else. <laughs> and I'm training tomorrow. I'm taking a team against three minutes. Tell you what, if you fancy no wage, you won't fucking beat me, wouldn't you? We're going to go and just play. <laughs> All seriously. You know what? The next day, I've gone back 25 years now. And to sit here up, up, up on the top table, I'm pissed off because half of man turned up. Pisses me off. Get out of it. Yeah. 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 I don't accept that, but I think you should be here. You should be here. You're not, you're not too far away, are you? Roland Nielsen, Paul Williams, come from America. Top, 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 We're about halfway through the night at the Class of 91 uh, reunion. Everyone's getting a little bit raucous. It's great fun. Um, we, are, we are with actor extraordinaire Tommy, Tommy Craig. Now, we've got to set something right here because you have appeared on a Sheffield Wednesday podcast recently, uh, the Owl Stalk podcast. Now we need to put this right and make sure you appear on the number one, the main Sheffield Wednesday podcast, the Wednesday Week. Welcome. Well, I'll thank you for having me. I'm very... Uh, when it comes to uh, social media... I don't know my arse from my elbow, so I'm not... I just thought you were all one. And you're all called James. Everyone's, everyone that's on a podcast is called, called James. That's, that's how it works, that's how it works. Um, so how, how is your night going? Are you having a good time? Yeah, it's been great. I got up to Sheffield this afternoon, uh, checked in my hotel, the Leopold, and uh, met a few boys and having a good night. I don't know how we're all going to get home from here. There's not going to be enough taxis, you know what I mean? We've got exactly the same problem. It's going to be a nightmare at kicking out time, isn't it? There's going to be a lot of people with their arms in the air. Um, so looking back to 91 then, that was uh, pre your Coronation Street days, wasn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I left drama school in 1988, so I was three years out of drama school and uh, I, think, I think I was doing a play at the Crucible just after the, the cup win. I was doing Billy Budd at the Crucible Theatre and I remember working there when they brought, they were either promoted or they won the cup. I can't, when did they do the, uh, when were they parading by the town hall? Was that uh, after promotion or? I think it probably was. I think it was a, a double celebration with the cup and promotion. So it must have been, uh, yeah, May, June I was working at the Crucible. So were you, were you down at Wembley for the, uh, for the game? Yeah, 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 I was at Wembley. I was right opposite the Royal Box and I was right on the cusp where Wednesday became Man United. So it was a bit tasty. And I was with my cousin and we'd been on the shed end in the semi-final at, at Stamford Bridge because we couldn't get tickets for, for the uh, away end. And that was amazing watching 7,000 Wednesday fans bouncing wow. uh, from, from the shed. 
Now I've, um, I've I've seen you, but not actually approached you at a few away games this season. Because you, I mean, you are at the majority of games, aren't you? You get quite a few. Uh, when I'm in England and I, I, I'm available, yeah, uh, I've been working in Canada a lot over the last eight years. So I, I generally miss the first three, four months of the season because I'm in Canada. But I'm, I'm always at the games if I can get. Go on then, stick your neck out. Playoffs, are we going to do it? I think we're going to make the playoffs. I think we'll be top six. And it looks like I think we'd be Brighton. Yeah. And, and what are you think our chances are against Brighton? I've said to my pals all season, we won't beat a top six team till the playoffs. It'll be the first time we beat a top six team. And we prove everyone wrong. Brilliant. We'll take that. We'll take that. Like a horse in the national coming up on the outside. 50 to 1 outsiders will have it. Brilliant. Cheers. Thank you. So as the, the muffs uh, out. Uh, so, everybody's got the muffs. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry there's a lot of muff happening tonight. <laughs> Literally, celebrity fan tonight. How, how are you enjoying the night tonight? Fantastic. Brilliant. Really, really well, enjoying it. Who, right, so of all of the Wednesday players who are here, the legends, who is it that you're most excited to see? Because i got a little bit of a... Roland uh, Nielsen. Roland Nielsen, because be I have a man crush on Roland Nielsen. Every, we all do. Yeah, Man, woman and child yeah. all have crushes. Yeah. Although my little boy, who is seven, wants me to get David Hurst's autograph because he plays up front for Dinnington Town Juniors. Wow. Dinnington Town coaches are here and I have played him every goal that Hurst has scored. And I've said to him, if you do not score from the halfway line, halfway line, he's got to go past everybody and bang it in the back and obviously scored a hat-trick like he did against Hull. Are you are you counting off every goal and he has to replicate right, okay, every single right. one? Well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get that ball into the stanchion, yeah. like against oh, yeah. Hull, that's he's dead to well, you. Well, this will obviously now come out. If if he's mum, who's not a football fan, hears this, I said at the start of this year, <laughs> while we're on holiday, I will give you when we start playing outside. I'll give you hundred quid if you score twenty goals. Amazing, and that works up to so far. He's up, he's, he's up to fourteen. He's six off. Oh, he's, he's, more, he's got he, two games left. He's more Paul Williams and David Hurst at this point, but you know we're all we're, we're all moving up. He's, a, he's a, a little messy because he's only tiny for oh, a seven-year-old. Brilliant. Sai, give a big a lot of love to the Wednesday Week fans who are all watching this. All Wednesday, aren't we? Yay. <laughs> So we've just uh, we've just relived the cup yeah. final of uh, '91. In fact, the season of '91. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to uh, Phil King. Phil, um, I mean, first of all, your reaction to tonight? What a night! Oh, amazing! Absolutely amazing! I think there was about 920 fans in the room, and uh, this is the only venue big enough. And I think they probably could have sold out five or six times over. You know, so um, 25 years on, team still widely regarded and, and well thought of. I mean, um, I've got the advantage. I've been here tonight, so I've he- heard the stories that you've you've told. But you know, in in, in as brief a words as you can, just just tell us about that that season and that and that day. Legendary, absolutely legendary. Obviously, Shez has taken the mic. Just a quick photograph. Here we go. No, he's got Shez. Um, Shez has obviously been in top form. Ersty, you know, to, to see the ones that are quite quiet. Roland's quite quiet. But along the line, everybody played their part. It, you know, some are more vocal than others. But just to see the group back together with Ron. It's just absolutely amazing. And, what, and what's it like for you being here again, seeing all these guys? I guess some of them you've not, you've not seen for, for years. What, what's it like? Um, but best pals with Shez, so we keep in contact regular. Um, yeah, but you're right, I haven't seen Roland for a long time. Um, Paul Williams I haven't seen, God, well over 10, 12 years. Um, it's brilliant, but it's like we've never been apart. That's the beauty of this squad. It's like you've never been apart. Um, and it's just amazing. You know, it's, it's such a... You had stars, I mean, Ersty... Sheridan, Nielsen, you know, but we've all played our part in, in the success of that era, um, and I was just proud to be a part of it. Is uh, is Chess normally this drunk? <laughs> um, yeah, 
I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> Phil, thank you. No problem, thank you. It's James with uh, Viv Anderson. Um, I mean, Viv, what a night tonight's been. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been to a few of these. I'm, I've been lucky enough to win a European Cup twice, and I don't think we've ever had a thousand people in the room. So that tells you everything about the Sheffield Wednesday supporters. Now, you obviously joined us in the season of uh, 91. Um, as, as we've relived tonight, you joined on a free transfer. Did you expect the team that you joined to go on and achieve what it achieved? No, not at all, really, no. Um, I came on a free transfer, as you said earlier. Um, I had a choice to go to different clubs. But uh, I came here for Ron Atkinson, really, because I knew what it was like from the Midlands and how he played football. But I was really surprised when I got here to see the quality of the players that were here. And what, what's your take on the Sheffield Wednesday team of today? I, I, I do follow them, I must admit. I, I quite like the manager. And I um, hope they get um, the just rewards they get because I think they play nice football. I think the boy up front scores goals. And uh, I, think, um, I think they'll do OK. I, think they'll, I hope they go up this year. Thank you, Viv. It's a pleasure to be with the man of the moment, the guy that won the game for us, John Sheridan. John, I'm guessing you've had a good night. You seem to have enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it's been a great night. Obviously, it's for the supporters, and like, the turnout's unbelievable. Which it's least to expect. Anyway, the magnificent supporters, and like so, for the turnout tonight, and for the players who have turned up tonight, they're privileged, and you know, it's just like great occasion. And long time when the game was 25 years, it's scary, like, but. I mean, seeing that goal on the TV tonight, I think that was 25 years ago. I mean, it doesn't feel like it, does it? No, it doesn't. doesn't feel like that at all. Not at all. But 25 years, it goes so quick. But it's something I remember like it was yesterday, So, which is a good thing. So I'm not losing my memory. So, um, no, it's a great time for everyone involved, the club and supporters and players. And, the, and it, Obviously, me scoring a winning goal, it's always a highlight in my career, so I'll, I'll, something I'll never forget anyway. And you, you said tonight that if Wednesday gets to the playoff final, you'll be there as a supporter. Can we quote you on that one? Yeah, you can quote me. I'll take my lad. He's a mad chef Wednesday fan. I'll be there. I'm hoping my mate, big mate Chris Waddle will be there and all the lads who, who I know watch Wednesday in, day in, day out. And like we all want, we want Wednesday in the Premier League. If you're a Wednesday fan, you want them in the Premier League, so... That's where I'm going to be, and if they get to Wembley, it'll be, I'll be there, hopefully, if I can get a ticket. John, on behalf of all Wednesday fans, it's been a pleasure tonight, and good luck at training tomorrow. Thank you. Good luck at training tomorrow. I'll be all right training. <laughs> I'm not playing, I'm only talking. A pleasure to be here with uh, Roland Nielsen, and not just Roland Nielsen, Roland Nielsen and the League Cup round his arms as we speak. Roland, what's it like being back here after 25 years? No, it's absolutely great. Uh, it's... Uh, it's very special. It's a special evening, and uh, especially uh, uh, with the fans as well. Uh, I think we we had a great side, but we always had a, had a great fans backing us up. So tonight is is uh, a thing for both of us. I mean, you've you had a fantastic career in football. You you played for a lot of clubs. You achieved a lot of things. You, you've got a lot of caps for for Sweden. Where does that game in '91 rank in your football career? Well, it's definitely one of the top ones. Uh, of course, uh, we played the World Cup in '94 and got the bronze medal. Uh, we won the UEFA Cup with Gothenburg, but uh, the League Cup is, is is up there with them. So uh, it just no, it's just a great day, and uh, uh, not for just for like I said for us players, but uh, for the fans as well. We, we owe them so much. 
There's been a lot of tweets knocking around today, people making jokes about whether Lee Sharp is still in your pocket after the final in 91. How does that make you feel? Well, it's, uh, it, you get a nice feeling. That means that you, you, you've done a great job, both in the final and, and uh, when you played mass, matches for, for Sheffield, that the fans uh, loved the job that you did out there on the pitch. So uh, it's great to be back. And you're back for a few days. Are you going to take in some uh, some of the current Wednesday team while you're here? Yep, I'm going to see the match on Saturday, and uh, hopefully they, they they will get the three points that they need. What do you reckon? Playoffs and promotion? Is it going to happen? Well, you never know. Uh, I hope so. Definitely hope so because it, it will be great. Thank you, Roland. All right, David. It is now twenty past eleven, and it feels like about four in the morning. What a night! It's been brilliant, hasn't it? Can I just say? The stories that these guys have told over the last few hours. It's been absolutely brilliant. And do you know what? Everyone had a different tale from that season. And it wasn't just the big personalities like Hursty and Shez. Phil King was brilliant. Ron obviously has got stories just from his years in management. But from he remembers things like an elephant. It's just awesome. And just looking at the mob of people again. Like the swarm has developed into something much bigger than a swarm. Whatever you call that. Um, and... I'm not surprised at all by that. I really am not. I think that they have come here from all parts. I've heard from people uh, who've come from the South Coast. I've heard from people who've come from Scotland, who've come from abroad. And it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. What a brilliant bunch of lads these guys are. It genuinely feels like 1991 all over again. People fighting for signatures and, and stuff like that. Can I just say, whoever it was that decided to allow John Sheridan to have as much alcohol as he wanted tonight played a blinder. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, he was the star of the show, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could put it that way, yeah. Oh, God, he's, he's just brilliant. Um, well, yeah, he's been drinking since midday, so obviously got through a fair amount and then just took over the night. But look, I mean, his goal, obviously, but do you know what? Everyone loves him. Everyone loves him because he's just Shez. And he can be a moody old so-and-so. And we heard a little bit tonight from Kingy that, you know, he used to room with him and stuff. But what a brilliant footballer. What a great sense of humour. And the way that he kept including not just the rest of the players, but the fans. We've heard a lot of people mention that tonight. It's all about the fans. That's so true. That's one of the reasons why I really love this football club. It's not just about this crop of players and their brilliance. It's about the fans that went around the country sporting them and that were packing out hills for every other weekend. I want you to picture something now. 25 years from, from now, me and you hobbling in here... <laughs> Attending the uh, the celebration of the famous Sheffield Wednesday promotion team of uh, 2016. Is it going to happen? Oh, yes, it better do after this. And do you know what? I was speaking to Fernando Forestieri today uh, and Glenn Lubens today. And uh, we were chatting about, you know, what we were up to. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to this event tonight. And, and Nando really took an interest. He was like, oh, right. So what happened? Did they win? And what did they achieve? And... I just sort of noticed that he was really kind of tuned in for a moment. I just thought, I wonder whether they can really harness that a bit. You know, this is a really special feeling. We've got five games left of the regular season. We can do this. We can easily do this. We just need to concentrate, get these two home games away with six points. And I think we will. And I think the reason that is, is because we will get to Wembley by hell or high water. And then Wembley... It will just take care of itself, no matter who we play. I honestly do believe that. And I hate the fact that I'm saying this because it's the hope that does you every time. So, you know, it's just uh, I'm trying to keep myself on the ground. But when you have a night like this, it's very, very hard to do that. 
David, I couldn't agree more. I look forward to uh, shoving a muff in front of your face at Wembley. <laughs> I shall look forward to it as well. I love your muff almost more than anyone else's. Thank you, James. Chatting to John Pearson. Now, John, I mean, we, we spoke uh, about three, four months ago um, in the South Stand at Hillsborough. We talked about this event, and you, at the time it was going to be at Hillsborough uh, and how excited you were about it. Now it's happened. Um, I mean, has it lived up to your expectations tonight? Well, yeah, I mean... Uh I work with some unbelievably fantastic people who, who've, uh, you know, contributed to putting on what's been a brilliant night. Um, as you said, we, we we were expecting it to do to uh, to be held at Hillsborough like we have done the other ones, but it just absolutely exploded, and uh, the demand was so great that we were searching all of Sheffield to to find uh, a venue, and eventually, I mean, uh, by chance, I happened upon uh, the Magna. I know it's a little bit out of the way. And when I first walked in, I thought, well, this, this room's not the right shape. But after tonight, I just think it's been a brilliant... Uh, I mean, the players have been superb. I mean, John Sheridan's been the star of the show. Um, and, you know, the anecdotes and, and uh, stories and the camaraderie is plain to see from, from all, all, all uh, who've been tonight. Uh, I mean, uh, Roland Nielsen, what an absolute gentleman and legend he is. You know, I can't tell you how uh, fantastic it's been to deal with John Hawks wants to desperately to come, uh, but he's been man- he's become manager at Cincinnati, uh, desperately uh, unhappy that he, he couldn't make it, and uh, you know it's a shame that he, he couldn't come over. But Paul Williams coming over from America, uh, and it just shows the commitment of the, the pl- and the love that they've got for each other. You know, Big Ron. <laughs> I wish I'd have been a good enough player to play for Big Ron, but. Uh, you know, uh, that would have been right up my alley, like going out for a drink two nights before the game. But uh, that would have probably made me play even worse than I did. But uh, anyway, I mean, some superb characters. And, uh, you know, the atmosphere inside has been superb. I was going to say, for the fans tonight, I mean, it's been like reliving the whole thing all over again, hasn't it? It's like just rewinding 25 years. The, the cheer that went up when uh, they showed the replay of the, uh, the John Sheridan goal. It's been magical. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I could have been playing in that final because I was playing for Leeds at the time and we lost in the semi-final to Man United and uh, it was bittersweet because I thought well I'm really glad I'm not playing against Wednesday but on the other hand I wanted to play at Wembley, at Wembley in a final and, uh, but I, I did go down I was there on that day and I was jumping up and down with everybody else and uh, I know super I, I, you know David Greedo what a professional I mean he's been totally fantastic to work with uh, and, and he's brought this you know the whole thing together today, and uh, we've, we've we've been here since eight o'clock this morning, trying to you know having rehearsals and stuff like that, and and in the end, I think it ca- came out perfect. I, I said to David as well, whoever it was that allowed John Sheridan to start drinking at lunchtime, absolute genius move. He's been a star tonight. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, but that's that's the character of, of the of the of these well, not all the players, but of some of these players, and that's probably why they did so well. Brilliant. Thank you, John. Cheers, mate. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWcast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.